wanted to discuss one of the trickiest parts of being a blogger, of blogging. And most importantly, could have added it in the title, but we'll roll with what we have here. Why it's so difficult for most bloggers to not only become modestly successful, <clears throat> but to actually go pro, to become a professional blogger, do this full time. And the thought that came to mind is something I've experienced personally, this seemingly tricky aspect of blogging, and I've seen a lot of bloggers struggle terribly with this concept over my 14-year blogging career. I see traffic struggles, profit struggles, <clears throat> bloggers have no engagement. I mean, just nobody reads their blog. And you'll see the questions all over the place. Quora, Reddit, getting emails, social media, tweets and DMs and messages. And it's because these bloggers, at least partially, haven't become aware of this tricky aspect of blogging, which really isn't tricky per se, but the ego loves self-sabotaging. It loves creating these tricky little scenarios. And this is really up there. It can be very difficult to see. Is a big-time ego blind spot. What is this tricky aspect of blogging? One of the trickiest aspects that leads to so many struggles. But when you figure it out, <clears throat> blogging will get a lot easier. It is this, guys. Blogging has to be for you personally, individually, and for your readers. Now, that doesn't sound too tricky because most of you would nod and say, yes, Ryan, I agree. If we're not blogging for readers somewhat partially, 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 we'll be running a cyber diary. We'll be buying our own ebooks and our own courses and hiring ourselves. And it all sounds funny, but logically you get it. However, the really tricky part of blogging is that emotionally, almost no blogger understands this when they begin blogging. Very few do. And I'll give you proof. <clears throat> 95% or more of new bloggers who are thinking about blogging or just began blogging, in a lot of cases, let's say aspiring, ask me, if a certain blog topic would be a good idea, but they only focus on themselves and what they want to write about and never mention if there's a demand for it. They never ask if there's a need for it. They never ask who would my ideal reader be. Like this almost never happens. And all the people who ask me why... You know, why would I blog? Or not why, but uh, is this a good blog post idea? You know, should I blog? This blog post idea. So this is one of those real truth bombs that are just straight reality <laughs> truth. <clears throat> it's tricky. It's tricky because the ego says, well, I want to blog about this because let's, as an idea, I get um, a common question is a lot of awesome new bloggers are like, well, I want to talk about my struggles and how I overcame them. And I'm like, awesome, that's the starting point. You're blogging about yourself and your struggles. 
great. This is really key. Well, it looks like it's really dark, right? I think, oh, hey, Daniel. Seems like it's been darker recently. I don't know why, but whatever. But, could just be the camera going out. It's another phone, too. But, but you want to blog about your struggles, which is awesome. Like, sure. But how are readers going to find you? And are you thinking about your readers? And are you thinking about their struggles? And are you thinking about their feedback? And are you thinking about what they're searching for on Google and what they're searching for on niche sites, what they're looking for on Facebook? <coughs> oh, whoa. What they're looking for on Instagram, what they're looking for <coughs> on Quora, what are they asking about on Reddit? You can't just sit there and say, I'm going to share my struggles. and <clears throat> blog about how I overcame them and then hit the publish button and expect other human beings to find your blog, to seek it out, to follow it. You can't expect them to find it <clears throat> because you're not thinking about them at that point. If you just write and publish a blog post and it sits there on your blog, how are other human beings who you really need to think about, but if you're not thinking about them, how are they ever going to find you? Have you thought about that one? You see bloggers who are still, it's tricky. They're blogging about, it's tricky, it's tricky because they're thinking about themselves and it's all egoic and their needs and their struggles and what they're doing. And they're the ideal reader in their mind. But this is a fundamental mistake, guys, that I've seen. I can't even say how many bloggers, they make the same mistake. It's a common thing. I made the same mistake for such a long time. You have to think about another human being being the ideal reader because then you'll think from their perspective and when you're thinking from their perspective you start saying oh shoot i better build every post around a low competition niche keyword that will allow these people to be able to find me through google or through facebook or through asia <clears throat> Or through Reddit or through Quora. If you know if you're active on those sites, and you should be at least somewhat. Like, how are they gonna find your blog? It doesn't happen through spontaneous combustion. It doesn't happen that you publish a post and it goes out there and it goes out there into the world, like the general public, but how are people finding it? How are you getting traffic? How are you finding people who specifically want what you have to offer? You have to think from their perspective. And it's tricky because most new bloggers and all struggling, virtually all struggling bloggers, never think about blogging from the perspective of their readers. <clears throat> the tricky part is the ego creates a blind spot where I want to make it all about me. So even when I mention to some awesome new bloggers, think about your ideal readers, they will instantly say, well, I'm the ideal reader. And I won't say anything. But I realize that's the core, that will be a core problem. It's tricky because they're saying, well, it's just someone just like me. But you can't be thinking only about yourself, guys. And this is where it's tricky because the ego will say, no, 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 I want to share my ideas with the world. And it will say, there'll be this swing and dance. I want to share my ideas with the world and help people. And there's a part of you that really wants to, <clears throat> but your ideal reader has to be a human being other than you guys. Because the only way that you'll 
connect with another human being is when you're thinking about them and their needs and how they find you and what they're searching for on Google and what they want and their problems and not about yourself. Solely. It's going to be very uncomfortable. Because the ego's like, no, I don't feel like doing that. I, I'm kind of lazy, and I don't like that aspect of blogging. I don't really. I'm just going to publish content, and I'll just go out there, and I'll become rich and famous. And 100% of those bloggers fail. I've been doing this for 14 years, guys. I've seen this. I've been seeing this happen. I made the same mistake myself. So number one, that was my wake up call. <clears throat> but I've seen it happen with. I can't explain. I can't tell you how many bloggers since 2008. It happens all the time. Thousands of bloggers every day. And it's tricky because they're like, well, I appear to be doing everything right, but they're only thinking about themselves. All they're doing is sharing their thoughts that they think, I'm going to share my struggles. I'm going to share what I've overcome. I'm going to share my knowledge. But then they don't bridge the gap between their personal desire and how to find, locate, pinpoint, and target other human beings who need some type of medium to actually reach their blog. Do you see what I mean? You have to visualize another human being, not yourself, who is your perfect ideal readers. And on some level, blog about yourself, blog for yourself a little, you know, partially your passion, your love, your joy. Yes, but you have to to blog for other human beings and listen to their problems too and match your experiences, which is awesome, with their keywords that they use to search on Google. It has to be that way. Because if there's not, if you don't bridge the gap, you'll be blogging for nobody. So the tricky becomes actually quite simple and really easy when you finally say, well, I'm going to talk about my experiences and I'm going to share them with the world. Yet, after watching this video or listening to this podcast, I trust that what Ryan's saying <clears throat> is true. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it is true. I get no traffic. Nobody reads my posts. Well, why is that? Well, it's because I'm not thinking about blogging for other human beings and what keywords they're using to find solutions on Google. Because how are they going to get to my blog? It could be as simple as that. Like, how are these people going to find my blog? How are they going to find my blog? Well, in that moment, you instantly say to yourself, I got to start thinking about them and where they might be and how to target them and how to form the bridge between my helpful content and my helpful experiences and how they're actually coming across my blog. How are they finding me? Why do I have no readers? Well, it's because I'm not putting myself in my reader's shoes. I may be blogging on topics that I think are important. <clears throat> Egoically, like, why well, think this is important? Well, do your readers think it's important? If nobody's showing up to your blog, they don't think it's important. And good luck blogging for yourself. It can't be a solo act. It can't just be, well... I want, and then it's also another ego trap game that appears to be tricky is, well, I have no readers, so I get no feedback. So there's a very simple solution for that. The first step is to picture in your mind your perfect reader, your ideal reader. It can't be you. It has to be somebody else. you got to put yourself 
in somebody else's shoes because that's the only way you think to yourself, how will these other human beings, this avatar, ideal reader, how will they find my blog? How will they do it? How are they going to come across it? And then in that moment, reality sets in. Well, they're not going to find it if I just have no followers, no readers, I haven't networked at all, and I publish a post. It's just going to sit there. Nobody's going to see it. And then you'll say, okay, that finally makes sense, and I understand that I'm struggling because I'm not thinking about solving their problems. I'm not thinking about the keywords they're using to find blog topics. I'm not thinking about their struggles. I'm not... And you'll find their struggles when you go to Google semantic search. Like an example, the blogging tips blogger like myself, when you type in blogging in Google semantic search, you'll see eight. If you type in blogging in semantically, you'll see like eight long tail keywords that pop up. So then this gives you an idea. People that are interested in blogging tips, this is what they're looking for. This is where their problems are. This is what they need to know. This is So then you start thinking, oh, I'm going to take my experiences if they're applicable, and they probably will be, and build them around these keywords that people are actually looking for. Because I have to think about them, not just about me. I have to think about how they're finding blogs. I have to think about how they're finding information. And that's just Google. You don't want to be totally reliant on Google. You'll find that when you cover these posts really in depth, and you optimize posts for SEO and you write 1,500, 2,000 words and you're just relaxed and you're not trying to fulfill a specific posting schedule, that these type of posts will gain organic reach even on sites that you don't use or network on. That's the beauty of it. So some may find the post through Google if you rank. If you don't rank, <clears throat> again, this is why you have to network at least a little bit and engage people when you share your content. It's like you tweet something out if someone retweets it, thank them. And this is how the bonds form. They're saying, I like this content. You're solving my problem. You're solving my followers' problems. Boom. That's smart. But you have to be out of your own mind and get into the world. If you don't do it, how else are these people going to find your blog? Like if you get unbelievably hyper clear, maybe you can gain some traffic through spontaneously, spontaneous combustion. You know, publish a post and it goes out there. Okay, fine. How many bloggers have that level of clarity? Virtually nobody. Every blogger has deep fears as a newbie. Beginner, they doubt themselves. Nobody's reading. Why would somebody follow? So this is why you really have to think about other human beings <clears throat> and their needs. You have to blog for yourself and others. You have to think, how are these people going to find me? Well, I'm going to have to build every post around a keyword. Long tail preferably. Not just for Google traffic, but to realize that these people are looking for these keywords on sites like Facebook and Twitter and, and of course, Google and Reddit and Quora. It's like that's there has to be some bridge, and that's overcoming the tricky part. I'm blogging just for myself. And it, the thing that came to mind a lot of newbie beginning bloggers that are awesome and they are dialing with the right energy. They're thinking like, I'm the ideal reader. And it's like, well, you can't be because you have to blog for somebody else to actually get a follower. It can't be you. You have to think about another human being because that's how you realize and internalize and begin to practically think through and plan and 
follow a strategy that actually draws these people to your blog. It can't just be for you. Nobody will read your blog because they won't find it because you're not thinking about how to draw them to your blog. You're not thinking about what keywords they're looking for. That all happens when you're like, okay, I give up. <laughs> it's going to be my experiences, but then there'll be a bridge, a link where I build my experiences around keywords and key ideas and problems and struggles that are you know, queried and suffered through, you know, by my ideal reader. And then when you're thinking of your ideal reader, you're like, well, where are these people at? And then you're on to something. Then you're cooking. That's when you start to really follow a sound, intelligent strategy of targeting your blog traffic so that people who really want to have what you offer and want to benefit from your experiences type keywords into Google or join groups on Facebook or groups on LinkedIn or follow hashtags on Twitter, that's when you're cooking with gas. That's when you'll be optimizing the content, hanging out in the right spots, helping people, connecting with people who then cross that bridge to visit your blog. And then you're like, oh, now I have targeted blog traffic. Oh, now I see what pros talk about all the time, how it has to be highly targeted. It has to be passive, too. If you want to have a life, you can't trade time for money. That's a job. That's a blogging job. We don't do that. Running a business, you build it. Build something that passively generates traffic, targeted traffic, and revenue, income. <clears throat> you don't have to work at it, but you always want to be thinking in terms of leveraging. So this is a really important topic to discuss, guys, because so many bloggers struggle by thinking only about themselves, it's that common like, well, I have problems I want to share with the world that I've overcome and struggles. And, and that's great. Like, I agree with that. Do it. Yet, most bloggers struggle horribly because they stop right there. It's tricky. They don't think about other people. They don't think about how they're going to connect with other people, how other people are going to find their blog. And that all starts with when you develop an avatar in your mind, an ideal reader. So once you're like, okay, that's this person. Well, how are they going to find my blog? Well, through Google as one channel, well, how do people find stuff through Google? Well, they search for keywords and then it brings up these blogs on page one. Well, how do I do that? Well, you learn from me and other bloggers how to optimize your blog for SEO. You find a long tail keyword from your niche. You build a 1500 word post around it. You have plenty of details. You practice your writing. I mean, this is work, but it's a business like any business. Business take a lot of work. Not hard work, but intelligent, generous, relaxed, attached, trusting work. Then when you do that, then you'll find you'll be connecting with readers through Facebook communities related to your group, LinkedIn communities, or LinkedIn groups, I should say. So they're communities. Could be communities too. Groups, communities. By answering questions on Quora and Reddit related to your blogging niche. Then you're going where your readers are, which is a really critical aspect of blogging. So be publishing your experiences, which is really awesome. And then you bridge the gap. You get over that tricky part where it's like, well, I just want to do this blog about my problems and hit the publish button. No, blogging doesn't work that way. Ask all the bloggers who struggle and the ones that look at themselves honestly finally stop struggling and start succeeding. They nod and say, Ryan's telling the truth. He has the experience. And he's seen so many bloggers that just have had such a difficult time, and self-included, with not 
blogging solely about the ego, not blogging through, you know, the ego, an egoic strategy where it's like me, me, my troubles, my, my problems, my struggles, my wins, my success. Now I want to help other people. That's good. But helping that other person involves picturing your perfect reader, your ideal reader. Who is this person exactly? When you think about the person, then the next logical successful step that you've got to take is where are these people and how will they find my blog? What keywords are they looking for? Where are they hanging out? And then from there, you'll see their problems and their struggles, which will then match with your helpful blogging content, your experiences, the struggles you've overcome, and you'll use those keywords to link the two. And that's when slowly but surely the magic begins to happen because then you'll be giving these people the opportunity to actually find your blog through different websites. And then that's when the quality, highly targeted, passive blog traffic flows to your blog. And you have to keep at it, but you'll see it's not about you. Blog for yourself and your readers. That's it for today, guys. I'm gonna roll.